from Joburg, South Africa. This is Lifestyle on Trans Africa Radio. This right here is the show that does it like we're doing it for TV. Lifestyle on uh, the Station of the Gods and Home of African Music. But for those of you who don't um, know anything about this show, well... You- you need to keep it locked, yo. I have the distinct pleasure of speaking to a very special lady in studio with me, probably one of the most popular Sangomas in the land of South Africa. And uh, I have been waiting to make this interview happy, happen for uh, quite some time. And I was talking a little bit about it off air with her. And she's she's like, why, why, why were you so afraid to actually just approach me? Because I've seen you a number of times. Welcome to Lifestyle. It is, of course, Gogo. Dineo. Dineo. Yeah. Like, this is insane. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm really grateful to be here. Uh-huh. It's such an honor. I always feel honored when I get invited to share my insights, mm-hmm. my inspiration, my experiences, because that's all it's about, right? Yeah. Like my own interaction with the spirit world, and then I'm given platforms to come express mm-hmm. what I've learned and what I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in terms of what it is that you do, and a lot of people probably don't quite get the just because I feel like many a times it's distorted. Um, as soon as we say Sangoma, everybody has their own personal connotations as to what a Sangoma or a traditional healer does. Yes. Right? Yeah. What would you break it down to be? So for me, you know, I always say a Sangoma is one who is called to be an intermediary between those um, who've passed on, those who are still living. Mm-hmm. So it's the one, it's like our interceder, basically, our facilitator and an enabler for us to connect to divinity mm-hmm. and to connect to creator and something just bigger than what we are seeing. Mm-hmm. So that's the role of I- Isangoma. But it's also not, you know, not all Sangomas are called to help others. So some of us are just called to help ourselves be connected and grounded and mm-hmm. help our loved ones and our families because people always get the, uh, you know, the assumption that being a Sangoma is about healing other people all the time. But it's about doing you right first. It's about alignment with himself. Mm. And then, then going out to share the experiences and sharing the teachings and what you've, you've, you've interacted with and encountered with the rest of the world, mm-hmm. according to those who've called you to do it. Because if it's a calling, it means that somebody in your family had a particular healing ability that they are passing on to you. Then yeah. they can then say, this healing ability, then we want it to be of service to us as a family alone or we or, want it yeah, to be a service large. to the world. You know? yeah. So my, my particular gift as, as, a, as a Sangoma had to do with teaching, right? So my mm. gift is to teach the world and I think is to awaken people to their oneness and, and to their connection to divinity and I love using the word divinity because it doesn't confine what that is for people because it's just about creator yeah. and whatever name you've got for creator for yourself it yeah. is it means my role is to help you to connect to that power because once we are really connected as a people our ability to thrive um, becomes you know be- becomes possible so that's my work that's that's what I'm here to do it sounds like a lot <laughs> it sounds like a lot but I mean having experienced you um, speak on panels I think more than ever I I, I found a sense of comfort in knowing yeah. that you know it's, as much as the world has distorted Isindu yes, yes. Um, and what it is and which I believe is a religion yeah in itself yeah um, there, there, there's now in the 21st century people like yourself 
that look completely different to the idea we've always had of what a Sangoma is and has a dual identity, so to say, in the modern day. Um, I'm pretty sure you get this a lot. Yes, and I think we need to continue talking about it until we don't need to talk about it Mm. anymore because the reason we're talking about it is because there's still stereotypes and there's still assumptions about what Sangomas do and what they're about, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, it sounds like a lot because we don't have points of reference that we can always go back to to understand what it's about. So mm. it is really not a lot. What I gave was like a, you know, a 0.1% of what... Synopsis. Was, you know, yeah, yeah. synopsis. It's not even a, I don't know what is below the synopsis of what a Sangoma does, but we need to also understand that there's multiple, um, you know, uh, factors that uh, has had us have the assumption of what we are. So one is that the colonial way of looking at ourselves as Africans, first yeah. of all, contributed. Because we need to understand that we were told that anything that had to do with us was below, you know, and was 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 ungodly and was demonic mm. in general before we mm. even came to the spiritual, you know, the spiritual identity of, of of ourselves. And we also need to understand that we were legislated against and we we're seen as a as a as a practice that performs witchcraft. So there was a law that was passed mm. that really didn't allow for us to to express ourselves and come out as some mm. so which people, has permeated even yes, to this very day. Exactly, and that's why people still are. So because that there was a law that was passed on, but there was a psychology that has stayed with us and there's still a psychology that still exists. And even amongst ourselves as Sangomas, we still haven't found our own mental liberation of, uh, you know, finding our worth and our value mm. as, as spiritual healers, as people who are working to help people get better within themselves. Mm. We don't still see those things. So it's a, it's really complex and it's, it's one that's going to take um, some time for us to get to a point of of embracing fully the mm. wholesomeness and the worthiness and the valueness in which we bring as a practice or as a community of practice. But it has to start somewhere. Yeah. And I always say to people, it starts with the individuals who are gifted this gift. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, if we don't do the work within ourselves to come to a realization of that I am worthy and the work that I do is worthy and the yeah. work that I do is important because I've seen what it has done for me mm-hmm. and therefore I know what it can do for other people who are willing to receive it as, as such. So it does a, there's a lot of that. But also we live within the context in which needs to change in how we get perceived. Um, you know, and like I said, it's 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 a systemic issue. You know, I I mean, I come from a business background, so sometimes mm. I throw this business languages. <laughs> but we need to understand that systemic issues are complex. So mm. it means that there's not one problem and then therefore one solution, no yeah, one magical yeah. bullet. It means that we need to tackle it because it's like this big elephant, and we need to tackle it from different angles in order for us in the 21st century to come out and say being a sangoma it's okay and it doesn't get questioned. You know, mm. we get into stations and people say, but why is it coming out now is it trending but why is it not supposed to trend why mm-hmm. when it has to do with things of 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 africanness we need to question them mm. but other things can trend and people don't question are okay it. with it you know we're okay with it and i said it's it's got a tra- it's about time that we stop hiding it it's mm. just being you know it's so it's coming into light yeah. you know this whole aspect of 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 embracing because you understand that being a sangoma it means that you are being asked to be rooted in your identity as an African outside just the clothes, mm. outside of the language, outside mm. of the food, outside of the cultural practices. But you are asked to interrogate your identity as an African because those things, once you interrogate and you understand it, the expressions of your identity be- becomes quite easy. So for you to to understand the, the, the benefits of eating your indigenous foods starts from 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 mm. from that thing because moye you are taught you are actually stripped of so much that you 
think it is you and then so much of what needs to be used as mm-hmm. to imagine starts to surface and then you either come out of it with you know understanding and embracing it or you come out of it bitter even more angrier yeah. because you feel like who you were was was ripped off and taken away from mm-hmm. you talking about you know who we were and obviously moving it um forward fast forward to 2019 i, I, I like i mentioned a little earlier a lot of people are probably very surprised as yeah. to how you look how you express yourself you yes. are not the typical idea of what was yeah. right and uh, you know for me it's just one of those really i i i think mind boggling things but it's also very intriguing because it makes you so relatable yeah yeah and i think that's why a lot of people find an attraction i think firstly is one is that i'm comfortable in myself before even being a sangoma because relatability is about i resonate with you because there's something in you that speaks to me right mm. and i speak to i speak across boards irrespective of people's belief systems religious mm. affiliation there's something about dinero that says i am me and i love me and i accept me unapologetically unapologetically so that somebody who's seeking that for themselves get an attraction to it and somebody who is running away from that gets an agitation mm. from me being myself I like that you actually mentioned that. Um with the backlash I'm pretty sure that it's been with social media. Yeah. Um people who are generally very curious but also reluctant to really find out, you know, more about you and what you do in the yes. spiritual realm, yes. right? Um and also in the community of practice um, practice yes. uh, other sangomas. Yes. Because I don't, I'm not conforming, mm-hmm. right? I never conformed, and I never fit into any boxes. I mean, if I look at how I was brought up and how I grew up, I was always rebellious. I never, I could not find myself fitting in a box and ticking boxes. Mm. Um, I always became my own woman, right? And I feel like my ancestors chose me, knowing very well that I'm my own woman. And if I wasn't my own woman, I would have not done these things because there's a lot of things that I've done in the in the community of practice that shifted people's mindsets because mm. people are becoming more open to saying go, I'm gorgeous. Whereas mm. before those things were not said, right? People Can you give us the relevance of gogo? Gogo is because when we say gogo, we mean elder. Mm. And when and 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 uh, you know how do I then end the title of of eldership? For me, is it's 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 not just it's not chronological. It's not about my age because you, you see I look young. Yeah. But it's basically that I am an incubator and a custodian of of wisdom that has been so I'm an encyclopedia mm-hmm. of those who have lived before me mm-hmm. so then the title gogo and I ended because when I understood what it meant for me and this was not it's not a dif- it's not a, a generic definition somebody can come and say this is what it means mm-hmm. for them I had to find meaning for myself and understand it for myself and find revel- relevance for myself and love it and embrace it you know I I mm-hmm. became I intentionally wanted to call be, be be a gogo even when I signed my forms everything I write gogo dinero wow. because for me I'm saying as a pioneer and as a one who's changing mindset and that's actually recognized yes, formally because reverence is recognized doctors recognize and i i i for myself yes yes for me consciously i don't want to be called traditional doctor mm-hmm. right i wanted to be gogo because that's what i was referred to while mm. i was in training gogo in training mm. and then i understood that here you are entrusted with such greatness with such a uh, magical and mystical abilities what is there to be ashamed Turned of off, yeah. and i came out of it 
understanding that this is what it means being a Gogo, one who's entrusted, one who's a vessel mm. of, of, of her own people. So that's why for me, I embrace it very fully. Mm. And, and that's what it means for me, you know, because mm. it means different things because people need to understand when it comes to issues of spirituality, there's, there's a level of uniformity, but there's also uniqueness because I'm led by my people. Yeah. So even when people question how I do things, I don't, I don't take offense. I'm okay because I do things according to what my people are asking me to do to because do. they're the ones who have called me to do this work. And if they're not pleased with me, I will get reprimanded by them. And I will. And it's, I'm open to feedback and suggestions. Even the work that I've done, I have not went out sorting out media platforms to share my story. Yeah. You, I didn't go to you. I didn't call you and yeah. ask you for this interview. It's always you us. Found me. Yeah. It's always you that that. In my interactions with you, there's like there's a gem here. There's something. Mm. There's a sparkle. There's a light in which. We want our platforms to experience and our audience to also experience. Yeah. So that's how it's always been. Every opportunity, I have never looked for anything. It has come to me. And it has come to me because I've become okay with being me, right? The minute you are okay with being you, you will attract like-minded people who want to celebrate you being mm. you. So that's what people should also get. So I'm 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 open to growing. I'm open to learning. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I think for me as as a practitioner, uh, I'm not just a sangoma. Sangoma mm -hmm. it's one way in which I work. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a relationship coach. Yeah. I'm a life coach. I'm a healer, life teacher. I'm an energy healer. I always look at how do I continue capacitating myself that as a spiritualist, because I call myself a spiritual healer who's trained to become a sangoma and mm -hmm. other healing modalities. Because I do palm reading. That's why I started actually palm wow. reading and cut reading. And 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 I and I say how do i continue you know filling my cup and and adding to my toolbox of healing so i can work with the complexities of a human human yeah, being yeah. because i understand that as human beings we're not the same and i understand that we are always evolving and always changing mm -hmm. so if i want to always be evolving and changing it means i need to also capacitate myself to get to the point of, of me being of great service to those who come to seek the services in which I offer. And I think I always say to my students that I train, being a Sangoma is not enough. A human being is composed of the psychological, the physiological, mm. and the spiritual. And you need to be able to understand. So I understand basic nutrition. I look into mm -hmm. fitness. I look into different things. Because for me, I'm living in my purpose. So when you're becoming purposeful, it means everything you do has an intention. I don't just do it as a thing, you know, mm -hmm. because also the thing, the other misconception, people do it as a calling and I want to pass it through. And maybe for them, that's what it is. For me, this is a lifetime thing. So mm -hmm. well, if it's a lifetime thing, I need to invest in making sure that it does, you know, there is sustainability see, and yeah. endurance with it. Okay, I more with yeah, you are. You are making a whole lot of sense. I'm pretty sure that uh, our listeners uh, would like to ask you a few questions. Do the right thing and hit me up at plus two seven seven nine two five four four three two nine on the WhatsApp line. That is a plus two seven seven nine two five four four three two nine. Alternatively, if you'd like to call me in studio, the number to dial is plus two seven double one double four double seven one seven six. That's plus two seven double one double four double seven one seven six. For now, though, let's learn a little bit more about the land of Benin. This is Trans Africa Radio. Trans Africa Radio, made in Africa. 
favorite letter Q, Queen of Ratchet on the airwaves. Chocolate Barbie, if you like. And today I am hanging out with one of the coolest people I have on my Instagram. She goes by the name of Gogo Dineo. And we've been talking all things spirituality. Just played you, Oh, Puti, Oh, by OK Malum Cool Cat, which is probably one of my favorite songs because he just speaks of how um, basically what we refer to as, 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 I, I, I'm looking for the right word because I mentioned this a little earlier because I'm qu- actually quoting him, um, uh, talking about how Isinto is a religion. Yeah. 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 And I think for me, there are elements of Isinto that are religious, right? Um, but I'm more spiritual than religious mm-hmm. because I think for me, religion is about right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It's about either or. Commandments. Yeah, it's about commandments. It's about domination Sin. and control. <laughs> it it, it kind of has a feeling of you're being held at hostage. You a know? lot of the time, yeah. And, and also, our work as Sangoma sometimes has a bit of that, but I'm trying to... um Like I said earlier on, you know, there is no way... I don't have a points of reference. I don't have a... A Sangoma journal I can read through and see what you know people before me have done and what do I need to learn and evolve. Talking about, you mentioned something very very important. A lot yeah. of people have actually come up with thesis yeah. um, and research yeah. as to what spiritual healers do, yeah. um, what they experience in uh, the other realm. Yeah. And I'm 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 quite curious because for the longest time this was not documented. Yeah. Kind of like a lot of things, you know, um, yeah. in the African culture, yeah. it's always been. Orated yes. and passed forward. Is that something you you would consider doing? So for me, I mean, I do a lot of interviews with with um, you know master students and PhD students, mm-hmm. and I always say to them, also you should understand. I just did one on the architecture, and I said your research is very limited mm-hmm. because you you also un- you understand that those theses and those curriculums are formulated from a Western perspective. That sometimes how we do things does not speak to how they want to ask the questions because mm-hmm. the questions could be yes or no, yeah. or the questions could be very limited and they can, we can lose the They're essence. They're pushing a particular the narrative. Dec- yes, you're protecting a narrative. But I'm just saying that if you're trying to understand a particular narrative, you need to be open to how you formulate this research and mm. these thesis ways because in how you ask things can actually continue perpetuate the stereotypes of what the practice is mm-hmm. or it can actually enlighten people about what the practice is. Secondly, when we speak about documentation and things, people have asked me to write and write. Like I said, everything of mine happens in ancestral timing. Mm. I'm a good writer and I know that because my writing is quite spiritual and poetic because mm. I come from a performance background. You know, yeah. I'm a performing artist mm-hmm. and that's why I've got such vibrancy because the yeah. artist in yeah. me always comes out. Shout out. Um, and by the way, she looks a lot like Brenda Fossey. I'm just saying. <laughs> People say that a lot. I look like Brenda, and I take that as a compliment. You know, people say they're afraid because she was such a controversial person. I think I've also, just in how I've showed up has been a controversy on its own. Mm, She never conformed, Mm. and she lived into her calling as an artist. So I'm living to my calling as another artist, a spiritual artist. Mm. Um, So for me, I do a lot of videos, and and that's documentation, because we're moving into an era where things are moving digital. So, you know, e-books and things like that. So Mm. I've started my own way of documenting the stuff and the teachings that I'm, I'm sharing online and things like that. So we need to get to that point because otherwise, if we do not capture what we're doing, it's going to cease to exist and it mm-hmm. will be deemed for misinterpretation a mm-hmm. few years later, you know? So we have to do, we need to do it, whether academically so, but mm-hmm. we also need to understand that academic spaces and, and curriculums are formulated from a very from a very Western perspective yeah. and sometimes those two worlds don't speak to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm sure the criticism <coughs> as far as you passing it forward through documentation, um, uh, through technology, uh, has been real for you. Yeah, no. I mean, there's a lot of critics in terms of how I do things and how I work. But remember, I wasn't called by the people. I was called by my people, mm. right? And I understand that if you're going to do something that's different, that's... um. Something that's different, that's, that, that is a new nuance, that is cutting edge. Not everybody's going to sign up for it, right? Mm. And remember, I did it for purpose, not for popularity. I did my work because I was invited to share purpose, mm -hmm. to share my story, to share how I work. The popularity came along with it. So I need to stay grounded on the purpose. Mm -hmm. My purpose is to become a spiritual teacher. And my purpose is to teach and awaken, you know, um, the world to African spirituality. And I asked my ancestors, how is that going to be possible if in Dumbin, if I'm just sitting in my Ndumba mm -hmm. and practicing as a Gopo And I'm pretty sure side. those are the ones that judge you the most. The yeah. ones that are just sitting, you know, in very remote um, areas and are being shunned by the Western world, which we live in, and that's the reality. But at the same time, they shun you for what you do openly. Yeah, I mean, I don't know because I don't know about them and I don't mm. want to invest in them. Mm. I'm here for me, right? Because pe this is, people always ask me, but Coco, how do you, you've got such strength and how do you, you know, you, I, I cannot avoid negativity because mm. um, things do uh, exist in polar opposites. So, you know, there's dark and there's light. Yeah. I cannot run away from the darkness and the negativity, but I can choose to remain in my light and I can choose to remain in myself. So I'm always raising my own level of awareness that when things come my way, I don't personalize it and I don't make it about them, but I can internalize and say, what is the lesson that, why am I experiencing such an encounter? What is spirit trying to teach me? What mm. do I need to change and evolve? What do I need to do to, to elevate myself? So I, I take it back to myself and then I come back much more lighter and much more brighter. Mm. So I don't make it about other people and I, 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 I avoid judging other people because then it means I'm, I'm making myself better at the expense of other people. When people are being critical and pointing a finger, this is what my grandfather taught me when I was young. He said, when somebody says this, three of them are pointing at them. Yeah. So be careful never to point a finger at anybody else because the three are pointing at you. That's why I'm saying that if people don't agree, and I, I'm not doing it for, 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 the, for the masses. And for, I am sharing my own experiences mm -hmm. and say, this is what has worked. And people come and say, Coco, share more. Mm -hmm. So those who are yearning for the teachings, I will share them. And those who don't resonate, they don't because I don't hold the ultimate truth. People should understand that. My truth mm -hmm. is truth and is fact. Yours. No, but truth and fact are different mm -hmm. because truth is some, it's my own experiences and how my own experiences and encounters have shifted and transformed my life for the better. That's what truth is. But fact is based, is based on data, is based on, on research and mm -hmm. evidence. Yeah. And yes, some of my truth has facts that backs it up, but it's truth is, 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 is quite relative. You know, truth is, is, is co it's, it's contextualized. It's not generic. It's not mm -hmm. for everyone and that's why when it comes to issues of religion and spirituality there's multiple faiths because that shows that we all are seeking different ways of connecting we are all seeking different ways of connecting to divinity and hence there's multiple facets of it and that's why there's different kinds of sangomas mm -hmm. we you know if you look at eastern philosophy for example it doesn't compete with each other it understand that there will be different kinds of practitioners and i think as african practitioners we also can learn a lot from other philosophers and yeah. other teachers and and communities of practice that it doesn't compute even in psychology psychologists use different methodologies and different tools to help their patients but there's no like no if you're doing this way it's wrong Black and you're doing or white. It, you know, yeah. so it's it's about and I always find peace in saying that if if I'm veering off too much, my ancestors have a way of bringing me back to the center because mm -hmm. they are the ones who've entrusted me with this thing. Because if these doors and these things are opening up, according to them, I'm still 
in alignment with what mm -hmm. they're wanting me to do because I honor them. I always say, those are my board of directors. I get my directives from them. Mm -hmm. Anything I do, the teachings, if, if people's, people have been asking me for years because I've been doing this work since 2014, 2015 wow. with media spaces, mm -hmm. and people have said, Marco, run classes, then write a book. And I always say in ancestral timing because for me, when it is them that want it to happen, there is seamlessness. Yeah. I don't have to work hard, hard and push to, yeah. doors. The doors do oh, open that up. That speaks to me. Yeah. Is that speaking to you? Yeah. I hope it speaks to a lot of people. Um, talking about a lot of people, uh, my WhatsApp line is going crazy right about now. <laughs> I have a message here from Tandeka who says, Hello, it's Tandeka. It's always good to hear from Gogo Dinewa. Uh, I'm looking you. up to her and I am going through the same situation. So I suppose she's going through the process. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, talking about the process, I hear it's a lifelong process. It's never ever just a crash course. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's not a means to an end, you yeah. know? It's a, it's something, and I think a lot of people struggle with it because they think like it's an easy in out. Mm -hmm. And they realize that it's actually a life, it's commitment. a lifetime commitment, you know? Because it's the, it, it connects you to the essence of who you are. So how do you want a tree to grow, but you want to cut its roots because, or you just want to get the roots just over and done with. Mm -hmm. You need to do a lot of work to invest in making sure that the roots are thickened mm -hmm. and grounded I think on the ground. because we have this idea idea of you know um people who have a calling going into training uh any training for us we just kind of think to ourselves okay so if i'm gonna be a doctor i need to um learn the theory yes uh, for four years um yes. after the degree i do three years of oh, practical yes. you get what i mean so yes. i think that's always been the reference that a lot of people just kind of use to say that okay like after this crash course yeah. you are fully in <laughs> yeah, but also after this, you know, crash course as a doctor, being a doctor is a lifetime thing. It's mm -hmm. a title you carry. Mm -hmm. And if you go into a doctor and into into pract a practice as a doctor, it means you continuously have to update yourself. True. Because there is new new diseases that I'm mm -hmm. imagining. And now when we're looking at diseases, we're no longer looking at biological diseases. We're looking at spiritual diseases. We're yeah. looking at, at social, you know, social diseases yeah. because... These things will evolve, and 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 what, what when you trained in in 1965 and and you're still practicing in 2019, it means you con continuously have to do things. So you can't say, mm. oh, I'm done, I've done with my work. That's it. You can't sit and just relax. Yeah. yeah. Another message coming through here on the WhatsApp line is from Zukiswa in Phosphorus. She went on to say, hey, uh, to Gogo Dinewa, I would like to ask, what does it mean when you have uh, dreams of being in the ocean and floating on water? Thanks. Okay, so people need to understand dreams are very <laughs> subjective, right? right? Uh -huh. And I do, I mean, I used to be on Radio 2000 where I interpreted dreams a lot for people. Mm -hmm. And I always say, take it with a pinch of salt. Don't take it as an absolute definition. Mm -hmm. Like I said, they're very subjective because I always say what informs the dreams is you know your it's it's what happened the night before mm -hmm. um, uh, what's going on with you internally because mm -hmm. sometimes it could be your own subconscious Conscious, things, yeah you know your phobia of water and then you always dream of mm -hmm. water and um, but the symbolism of ocean water it symbolizes a life of abundance because water is limitless the ocean is limitless and is abundant and when you are in it and it's clean it could either be you need to be stepping into something that can create flow in your life. You need to step into something that can open things up like how the ocean is opening up. Uh -huh. But also a lot of spiritually gifted people connect to water because water is a life force. Water mm -hmm. is a healer. So there could be, like I said, there can never be one definition mm. and you take it as an absolute. I hope that answers your question um, uh, over there, Zugiswa and Phosphorus. Another uh, comment coming through. Uh, okay, so good show. I can't wait for, you know, this was earlier in Tlazi because I kept on announcing mm. it. This person has been waiting oh, for <laughs> a hot minute. Um, went on to say, Tokoza, I just want to ask Gogo if one feels like he has 
detached from his body and when I look at myself in the mirror is like two people looking at each other what can it be yeah it could be many things because remember we're also going through a lot of psychological stuff people who experience some mental illnesses start to feel that way but also spiritual as well so when you're going through a spiritual awakening there's certain things that happen that feels like you're detaching from yourself mm -hmm. because you are awakening to something beyond your physical body mm -hmm. when you are a sangoma there's things that take you outside your physical body to see that you are more than the body because we are more than the mm -hmm. body it's just that the body is something that we engage with and we can see we can it's touch our host and feel, of you know? the spirit so i would say for for me for you to get is is and i i'm i'm i'm, a, I'm, about, I'm about holistic healing because i feel like uh, for example, if you have a calling, but you grew up within a violent society, just going to train as a Sangoma will not take the violence and the trauma of that violence away. Yeah. So it means you require another intervention to heal the trauma and the wounds that you carried with that violence, right? So I always say to people, seek seek help. People need to understand. They need to work on themselves. Mm -hmm. People don't want to work on themselves. They're all looking for quick solutions. Like somebody can say, what does this dream mean or what do I need to do? do yeah. I mean, it's your life. How can you take just a pinch of advice from somebody and just think it's going to drastically change years of struggle and years mm -hmm. of suffering people need to be able to understand that in order for you to get to where you need to get into your life there has to be some work that is done mm -hmm. you know if you're planting a seed you don't plant it and come back 10 days later and think it's gonna have sprouted and you can reap the fruits you're continuously working at it mm -hmm. in order for it to bear fruit i'm pretty sure you get a lot of these though in mm -hmm. your dms a lot like should i <laughs> what's my... the strangest dm you've ever received because you're the most popular <laughs> you know spiritual healer for us we we just feel like okay she's so cool let me hit her up maybe she's yes. gonna give me some answers yes, <laughs> you get what I, I mean? yeah people also just think like i'm a magician i make things happen <laughs> and i don't you know i'm just a like i enable i'm always saying to people you know you when you are it, it's like i'm just i put on the light but sometimes you even if you put the light but there's something that's clocking up you know your electricity flow that the light will not switch on mm. and it's not that the light switcher is wrong or i didn't know how to switch it on mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a co-created relationship so in order for me to to heal you there has to be a willing of willingness and work that you also put as much as i put in the work it's mm -hmm. a co-creative it's not gogo it's powers you know <laughs> I, because if i had powers yeah. I would be in the Bahamas right now, yeah. like sipping on some really good stuff. <laughs> because I would make things happen. I would be like, I want oh. my life, I want my life. But I also put in the work to get the life that I get into. So the strangest DMs would be like, Gogo, should I leave my husband? I don't know. What? Girl. Right? Should I leave my job? I don't know. You know? Um, Gogo, do I have a calling? I don't know. Gogo, what's wow. wrong with me? Oh, I've got a problem. Please help. People need to understand that um, Gogo is a human being. Mm -hmm. And when you're speaking to me, you're speaking to the human aspect of me. But when you say, I want to come and consult with you, then it means that you are asking me to tap into a world where we can possibly help. Uh. Okay, um, I don't really have much time, but I do want to tap into one of the, you know, um, the things I feel you constantly talk about. And I relate to on so many levels because, you know, um, being a child of the 21st century, you're yeah. actually living your best life, but you also want to tap into who you are. Yeah. And I think that's what people love about me because I'm not just about the spiritual and the ancestors. Mm -hmm. You know, even when people come for a consultation, I need I I need to I get myself ready every morning mm -hmm. to be able to connect in a way that could be of service to other people. And sometimes Isn't it's it exhausting not. to work with it energies. Is. It is. And uh, you know, funny enough, people will say, "But Gogo, I only see two people at most four a day, and I don't work every day." 
so you know it's it's i don't i don't see i don't see more than two a day more mm -hmm. than four a day it's yeah. too much for me because mm -hmm. i channel before people come in so every morning i've got my ritual of meditation and a, a, a soak bath or sitting in my bed to get my and i have to pick up and channel what you are coming mm -hmm. with before you even come mm -hmm. and when i come in then i get spirit guided in order that do i do a coaching session with you or do i go straight into the spiritual consultation mm -hmm. so i need to tune in um and make sure that I don't only give you the ancestral stuff, I give you the personal stuff because mm -hmm. those two things are interconnected. Body, mind, and spirit are connected. In order for me to get you into a wholesome and into a wellness life, I need to be able to tap onto those three things and not tell you that, but your ancestors are the ones. But mm -hmm. what are you doing that's not allowing the ancestors to actually be the ones who are blessing you? What are you also doing mm -hmm. as a human being and that's this is getting a, in this your is way a of very, your blessings? very controversial conversation because um, I, I know even with the song that Java put out, uh, which was talking about Linda. Yes, and I always say that sometimes people want what they want, but what they want is not actually going to be of service to them. I, I, I mean, just a quick example. I remember when I had all the money and I just lost my car and I was trying to buy a car, but I didn't get the car, even with the money there. And I've, I've, I understand what Java means when it says Linda. You're not held at hostage by your ancestors. Sometimes mm -hmm. it is not your time yet. Period. Because you're going to get that thing. Spirit knows and it always does things for our highest good. You want that particular car and it's going to take you off the right path. Mm -hmm. You want that particular bag, but that bag is going to up and pimp up your ego. And once you are egotistic, you look touch you lose touch with your divinity mm -hmm. and when you lose touch with your divinity your humility also disappears oh. so people need to understand that when we say things come in ancestral time or in god's time or in divine timing it's because when they come they're going to serve you very well period now that spoke to me too. Bars, y'all. If you have mm -hmm. any more questions, we only have a few minutes left. So do the right thing. Hit me up at plus two seven seven nine two five four four three two nine. Now, um, I touched on it. You know, dual identities for a young person like myself. Yeah. I think we struggle so much. Yeah. We struggle so much to you know live in this day and age, be the cool uh, radio personality yes. and all these titles that I am given, but yes. also you know balance it out with who I am as a spirit. And you know, I call. Uh, upon my people every mm. single time I say mm. I call upon those people I feel you. Like, you know what I mean so at the same time it's it, it's it's very very difficult and I want to know for you as a yeah. young person how did you balance that yeah. those dual identities because I don't think the world quite understands yeah. the way that we as African people yes. um, operate especially because we have to live in a western world but there's something else that calls I think us. doesn't that speak to our power though how we are able to navigate the multiple worlds and the multiple identities I think for us, we are afraid of duality, but duality is necessary for, for balance. We are afraid of opposites, but opposites are necessary for balance. So for me, it's being in the modern world and still doing you, keeping to the essence of who you are. So like you said, I call on my people. I, even when I get into the kangit, mm. right? And uh, we also need to understand that when things evolve, we can't always have, we don't have, space and uh, to always have rendezvous and we do that but when there's a time and a need for those things to happen there is once something is solid in the essence of your identity as an african child then a lot is possible a lot is possible and i always say that people can always want to make it about the the expressions or the physical like no but if you are african your hair has to be this way no 
Yeah. You know, you have mm -hmm. to speak in this way. And do, mm -hmm. There's a lot of things because for me, then we make it about the external. Yeah. You know, the aesthetics, which don't really matter in the essence of who you are. Yeah. And I, I say people who, you can still find people with drug logs and stuff, but but they, their aesthetics are so African, but everything about them mm -hmm. is not, not. the essence of being African. Because what's the essence for me of being an African is understanding that I am because they were. And it's understanding I need to honor my ancestral lineage. I need to honor Banbasem Samu because I understand that those people have facilitated the life that I am living and they continuously are doing those things. Mm -hmm. So when I'm connected to that, when I'm rooted and I'm in celebration of those and I'm unashamed about them, then be, my, my essence as an African is quite rooted. Mm -hmm. You just seem like you're living your best life. <laughs> you know, just going about this and it's just come so natural to you. It's like second nature. It's like but also people have to be careful you know because people see me and they look at how I live my best life I am living my best life and I'm really grateful but there's a lot that I go through behind the scenes mm. that people don't see I mean I'm going through a 14 year um, you know divorce with my husband because Lanzi is my married name mm. I'm, I'm going through a lot you know I, 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 I go through a lot but I consciously choose mm -hmm. To show the positive, because for me, what you send out comes back to you um, um, uh, tenfold. Mm -hmm. So I continuously want to send to, and it's not that I'm denying my struggles. Mm -hmm. I've got ways in which I deal with my struggles. Social media is my, it's not my venting space. That's why I've got a psychologist and I've got a life coach. People mm -hmm. whom you I have can, a psychologist. Yes, yes, I've got a psychologist. I've got a therapist that I go to. I've got a, a life coach that I go to. I've got a medical doctor I go to. I've mm -hmm. got a, I've got a team of healers. Because who heals the healer? Because I think a lot of us as healers are deeply wounded. That's why there's so much level of toxicity that goes out into 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 public spaces, and it's not serving anyone. Because when when I come to you as a healer, I am attracted to the energy in which you vibrate. And for mm -hmm. me, a healing vibration is about positivity and sending love and light. Mm -hmm. And sending love and light means that you live and you be and you speak love and light, mm -hmm. and in, in 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 everything that you do. So I'm very conscious of what I do, and that's why I I don't I don't engage with things that don't that drain me. I notice the minute I go into into things that are very negative, I get a headache. And my energy tells me, because I'm an empath. So I pick it mm -hmm. up very quickly. And I say, okay, do you know what you're feeling sad today? So I'm, I'm very quite mindful. Mm -hmm. And because there's a lot of work that I do on myself and there's rituals that I do. Like I tell you, every morning before I get out of you bed, meditate. I don't just jump. Mm -hmm. I sit there for five minutes. I do a body scan. How am I feeling in my body? How am I feeling in my spirit? And I do those things and I feed my spirit. Mm -hmm. You need to feed your spirit because if you're not feeding your spirit, then your spirit will be dragged down by energy vampires. Because mm -hmm. we need to understand, like, there are people who love sucking on energy. There's mm -hmm. people who love sucking on your energy. I always say to people, if you are not a pig, don't play in the mud with toxicity and negativity. Mm -hmm. You know? And I consciously choose those things and whatever that... It doesn't mean it doesn't affect me and it doesn't get to me. I'm human, after all. I'm not made of steel. Mm -hmm. I've got feelings and things, but I've got ways in which I find and I come back. Because I always say, I believe... Um, for me, uh, you know, uh, divinity and my ancestors never do any harm. They create disciplines mm -hmm. for me to be much better at what I do. And I always say, what is the lesson? When everything happens to me, when I almost lost my child because I didn't want to initiate people, they were going to take my firstborn child. I didn't say, oh, why me? Why are you doing all those things? I said, what is the lesson? What am I not hearing? What am I not learning? And it's very difficult when you're working with ancestors because you're not working with human beings who speak human language. They bring omens and symbols and mm -hmm. signs. And sometimes it be because I'm caught in my own pain, I misread the signs. Yeah. And 
yeah. I misinterpret. So it takes me a while to get what they're trying to say to me. And it. that's why I need a team of healers so I can continuously be objective. When I go to my, you know, my my my, my life coach, I'm like, oh, I'm experiencing this. Always mm -hmm. just helps me see things from a higher perspective. And by seeing things from a higher perspective, it means that I detach and stop personalizing things. When I don't make it about me and I make it about the lessons that I need to learn in order to expand and grow in my field of practice, it becomes much more better to, to handle. Then I go to my psychologist to bawl my ass out and cry mm -hmm. about and, and, and do all sorts of crazy things and be the human me mm -hmm. because it's about how do I dance with the divine Dineo, which is the spirit and the ancestors, and I dance with the human Dineo, who's flawed, who makes mistakes and things like that. I don't hold myself um, in high regard, but I don't hold myself in in bad regard as well when i'm imperfect yeah. i need to be gentle with myself in I, I there's a statement that somebody says i need to love myself more when i least deserve it and when i'm most imperfect because when we show ourselves gentleness and we show ourselves love kindness. and mm -hmm. kindness acts of kindness and it's not about being right so even when, when people do you wrong be the one who you know it, it do you want to be right or do you want to be kind that's what wayne dyer does i've got a lot of spiritual teachers that feed mm -hmm. me i'm a wayne dyer that I listen to, Louis Hay, who have been some of the people I aspire to become because I want to become a global spiritual teacher. But my basis is in African because if, if, if we speak about, you know, Africa being the cradle of humankind, so it means a lot of the teachings that we're hearing in, in the East and the West come, come, from, come here. from here. And yeah. I'm saying to people, there's things, there is, there's gems here. And let me be, you know, I am putting myself as a front runner with my own people to say, let me be the one who finds these gems. And sometimes you're going to break your finger while you at it. And sometimes you're going to break a toe and you're going to scrap that side and things. But that's why I've got a team of healers. So mm -hmm. I, I am not carrying the things that are happening to me and then I'm projecting to the mm. people that I'm working with because I'm, I can veer off from my purpose. Mm. My purpose is to be a global African spiritual teacher and that's what I need to keep my eyes on. Be. You know? Mm. <laughs> and it is and yeah. they're vaping and they're agreeing. <laughs> you know? But people yeah. need to also understand it takes a lot of work. It's a, it's a craft. A mastery, you need to also be able to be a student. I'm able to say, yo, I've messed up. What do I need to learn? Mm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yes, mm. I was wrong. It's okay, nothing breaks in my body. Mm -hmm. You know, even as a spiritual teacher or a trainer in the space, I realize that sometimes I do something and somebody says this and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, it, you know, yeah. it, it is a mistake. How can I innovate? I'm always mm. looking for innovation and evolving because if I don't, I will cease to exist. Mm -hmm. I want to know, how do, you, how do you shut down completely, like the noise? Because there, there must be a lot of noise. Um, you know, being who you are and having all yeah. these different roles to play, your mom. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you, it's you difficult. Know? It's, I, it's, like, a, it's one of my challenges. I'm, I'm, I, I'm an, I'm a workaholic. Mm -hmm. I work all the time, and you know, my current partner always speaks about how you always on your phone because my phone is my work. I'm here on the phone with work. <laughs> yeah, so, she's live right, right now. And I've got mm -hmm. four kids and I've got a practice and I've got a mother and I've got this. So there's a lot of things, and it's about understanding that it's a dance. You know, you know, with the dance, you it's a step forward, step back, step forward, step back. Mm -hmm. And it's just learning how to be with all of those things and all those roles. And there's still also Dineo, me, mm. right? And my biggest challenge right now is to feed me, take care of me, say no. Mm -hmm. When somebody sends me a DM and they're crying their ass out, they want me to interpret <laughs> their dreams. And I'm, I'm like, no, no delete. No, yeah. no, 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 you do know? You, do you have working hours? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm learning to because, mm -hmm. I, and you know, I think for me, I'm grateful because you know, the so I speak about spirit and that they bring us soulmates. You know, the partner that I have is teaching me how to be very disciplined with my work. 
because I work all the time. That's why I'm saying I'm a workaholic, mm. right? The, to a point, even my two-year-old, I'll be talking to him and I'll be addicted. To, I'll be tempted to respond to a WhatsApp from yeah. a client, and he would say, "He's too, mommy, put your phone down," and I'll put my phone down. Aww. Then I play with him. But it's a, it's a, it's that's my weakness, mm-hmm. not detaching from my work and being able to. Uh, to be disciplined and create boundaries, you know? And I realized that people who are not boundaried as well are people who still have to do a lot with self-love. And that's my next challenge of my work, how mm. to continuously love myself to a point of I'm immune to people's criticism and people's... Mm. Um, and it's good. People are entitled to to see me as how they choose to see me. But how I see me, it's my responsibility. And how I can see myself lovingly and gently is when I continuously do self-love work because we come with a lot of woundedness Mm -hmm. we come from a history of brutality Mm -hmm. and aggression we were raised with brutality and aggression so as to continue saying hey do you know what matters you know Mm -hmm. they say black lives matters but you matter first before the rest of the others matter okay um i have a one more question oh my goodness even the phone line is going crazy. So which one do I take? Let's take the phone. Uh-oh, snap. <laughs> and they just dropped. I'm so sorry. Um, But uh, yeah, a lot of people just asking more and more about their dreams. No, she's not here to interpret your dreams, though. Yeah. Like, that's not what we're doing today. Um, Okay, so we got a caller on the line. Yeah. And... Uh, I need headphones? Um, I, I will put it out aloud. That's what okay, I'll do. Okay, great. Great. Just oh. put it out online. Oh, snap. I, I keep losing my caller. I'm so sorry. I do I do apologize humbly, humbly. So I know that a lot of you actually wanted to speak to Danewa today. It's been a long awaited interview and it's been absolutely fruitful. Everything and more that I expected it to be, yeah. it, it, it has been. And I want to thank you so, so much from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, no, just find some time and I'll find some time to come back and do a special dream edition just to feed them because we're getting a lot <laughs> right? of people. <laughs> saying they want to know about dreams mm-hmm. then let's you know i think it's it's good to have platforms of education but people mm-hmm. can also go to my youtube channel yeah. um and they can actually google coco dineo a uh, radio 2000 there's uh, there's a i mean lot. i was there for almost a year mm-hmm. and a half there's a lot of um uh, there's a l- lots of podcasts on dreams because mm-hmm. a lot of dreams are kind of similar and you know some me some some generic meanings can be relatable to other people, yeah. so people could also do that. But there's a, also a video on YouTube and on my Instagram TV where, where I speak about dreams. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Follow her on Instagram, Boo. Do the right thing right about now. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so so much. As mentioned before, I wish you the very best with all your future endeavors. I do await that book. Secretively, <laughs> yeah. People, everyone is like, I'm waiting for the book. But um, isn't it a nice thing that by the time it comes out, it will be the right time? Divine time. Divine timing is perfect timing. Right. Okay. Remember the name. Gogo Dinewa and Tlanzi was in the building. She certainly did it like we're doing it for TV. Right here on the station of the gods, though, we mm-hmm. had we have this one question we ask each and every guest that steps into the studio. All right. What we play 100 percent African music right yeah. here. What are your thoughts and views on that? On on hundred percent African music, yep, definitely, continental. definitely. I'm 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 for that. I say we cannot be secondary in our own continent. We cannot be an alternative in our own continent. It's a shame to who we are. What more do I need to say? Come to Nero, y'all. I'm playing out with a really really dope jam. It is Java with the song Linda. Yes, that's the way to end it. Catching some pants, my snagger figures catching some colinda, linda. Tunga shabin boots, shabin go. Tell them for your spire. Yo, what's up? It's your favorite little kid.
YouTube. For those of you who don't know me, allow me to reintroduce myself. Trans Africa Radio, one voice, one hour.